Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And so there's something to that 90-day time frame. So when we plan quarterly, you're actually planning in this 90-day time frame. And so we have the ability to work in these smaller spurts of time, right? Welcome to the Planner Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Vianna Ortiz, your planning and business coach and strategist. This podcast was created to give you practical and actionable strategies for planning, while paired with conversations about hot topics, tough topics, interviews with business owners and influencers, as well as tips on business and following your passion. Well, hello, guys, and welcome back to the Planner Talk podcast. I am so happy that you are here for this episode. Today is going to be hopefully a very practical and helpful podcast episode for you and hopefully gets you extremely inspired to, you know, get started on your quarterly plans. So the topic for today here in episode 30 is how planning quarterly can accelerate your goals. Now, we are in mid-January right now. It feels honestly like the longest month ever. I was just kind of talking about this earlier about how January just feels like it's been a full year. And I don't know if that's the case for any of you, but it just feels like it's been a long month. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the good thing is, is that it really gives us some time to really plan for the rest of the year. Now, with that being said, we are going to talk about quarterly planning, what it is, you know, how it's used, and why it's so much better than planning annually so that when you leave from this episode, you will be inspired to start planning quarter by quarter, okay? So let's jump into it. I want to talk first about what quarterly planning is, okay? Because some of you may or may not know what that is, and I want to make sure that those of you that do not understand. So essentially, there are four quarters in a year, right? There's January through March. That's quarter one, April through June, that's quarter two, July through September, that's quarter three, and October through December, that's quarter four. So each of these three month periods would be considered a quarter. Obviously, four quarters to a dollar, it makes sense, right? And so a lot of people refer to these as Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4. Now, let me back up a little bit and talk a little bit about how people usually go about setting new goals, right? So people usually set goals at the beginning of the year, which means that essentially you have 365 days to work on one long-term, one or more actually, long-term overarching goal, right? And to some people, this may feel like a great opportunity because, wow, you have 365 days to work on this goal. However, for a lot of other people, or for most people, I should say, they give up on those goals by February. By February, I'm sorry to say this, but research has shown that people start giving up on their goals pretty quickly. 
Okay. So obviously, if something feels very far away, it's going to feel like we have a lot of time to achieve this goal, which could mean two things. It could make us feel like we're never going to achieve it. And we just really don't have any feedback as to the progress that we're making. But also, it's going to feel like we just, you know, we're going to burn out. We're not going to know exactly, you know, when we are actually achieving these goals, how much progress we've made, and it gives us a whole year to do it. That's a long time, right? To achieve one goal, that's a long time. So because most people give up their goals in February, it's really nice to start planning quarterly. Now, again, let me back up. I think the reason why many people actually love setting goals in the new year and love kind of creating all these goals and we really dedicate the end of the year and beginning of the year to this fresh start. And that's because it feels like a new beginning. It feels like you have a clean slate. It really is just this idea that you can start over. And I think the really cool thing about quarterly goals is that you can have this every three months. Ideally, you could have this every day if you wanted to. You could wake up to a fresh start if that's what you wanted. There's definitely nothing holding you back from that. But if we wanted to be realistic here and say, hey, every three months, I actually get a fresh start. I get a new beginning. I get a clean slate. And I think that's a great feeling. So this is where quarterly planning really comes into play. And quarterly planning really focuses on a 90-day time frame. Now, let me talk a little bit about why that's important, because that's so important. And I'll give you a little um, story here, story time for a second. I promise it's interesting. So back when I just turned 21, I um, wanted to lose weight. I wanted to lose weight. I've always, guys, spoiler, spoiler alert, I've always had body image issues and I've always ping-ponged my weight, okay? Um, and so when I was 21, I just had this urge to like lose weight. And so I joined the P90X program by Tony Horton and that was a 90-day program, right? And I was into it. Like I was really into it at first. It was really difficult because I was not only exercising, you know, this hour long exercise every single day, pretty much. I think maybe there was one rest day. I think it was like stretching. I don't even remember at this point. I pretty much blocked it out of my memory, but, um, I would, I was also eating clean because for me, they, the two went hand in hand. I didn't want to kind of make mess up my progress of working so hard in the exercise by not eating clean, but that's not the point. The point is, is that there has been a ton of research that shows that it takes 21 days to build a habit and 90 days to build a lifetime, a lifestyle change is what I meant to say. And so the idea with this 90 day workout program was that after 90 days, this would become kind of a lifestyle change for me. I would want to exercise for an hour every day. Now, looking back, that was very unrealistic for my lifestyle and it was actually very hard on my body. So that's not a great example. However, the fact that after 21 days, this became extremely way easier for me. It became part of my routine. I was, it was way easier for me to do. Um, And if you really think about doing something for 21 days, you know, you start to kind of 
build that momentum and it starts to become a great habit. Now, after 90 days, something amazing happens and it starts to become more of a lifestyle shift and a lifestyle change and a little bit more permanent for the lack of better words. And so there's something to that 90-day time frame. So when we plan quarterly, you're actually planning in this 90-day time frame. And so we have the ability to work in these smaller spurts of time, right? And here are the benefits to working in these smaller spurts of time. Okay, one, um, you will be able to measure the progress you're making on your long-term goals by having some shorter-term goals or shorter term goals in between. You'll be able to see the progress you're making. You know, you'll be able to mark milestones and you'll also be able to make progress quicker, right? So that's number two. You will be able to make progress quicker by planning each quarter or by trying to accomplish these goals each quarter than you would if you were trying to accomplish it in 365 days. So because you have 365 days to accomplish something doesn't mean that you are necessarily making any progress in between. And that's where things fall short. That's where we're not sure how to plan in the middle. We're not sure how to plan in those 364 days, what to do, what to plan for. How do we know we're even reaching this goal? And so as you are focusing on these four quarters and each quarter at a time, you get to plan for these smaller milestones that you can then reward yourself for, measure, as well as be able to start making a part of your everyday life. So I'm going to give you an example as to how I might break up what would have been a long-term goal into, you know, four quarters, right? Into um, four different opportunities for me to kind of reach minor goals in between. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go back to the losing weight scenario, which I actually hate, but for the lack of, you know, for the lack of ideas as to how to give this example that would make sense to everyone, we're going to go with that. Now, let's say my goal for the entire year was to lose 30 pounds, okay? And that could be the goal that at the end of the year, that's what I want to achieve. Now, if we just stopped there, it would be really difficult for me to know what I need to do in between in order to get to the very end. And so instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start breaking these up into increments, right? And say in Q1, which is a three month span, which is a 90 day time frame, I would like to lose eight pounds. I would like to lose eight pounds by XYZ. And I give myself a deadline in Q1 and I say, this is the foods that I want to incorporate. These are the exercises that I want to incorporate. And then at Q1, I can say, I reached my goal. If I lost those eight pounds, great. If I surpassed that, great. If I didn't, that's fine too. Then what we're going to do is we're going to reevaluate by looking at our long-term goal and by trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to reach our long-term goal by adding and by working on something in Q2. We can then continue with the process by saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in Q2, right? By doing X, Y, and Z. And by the end of Q2, I would have lost 10 more pounds. So as you can see, we've already had one reward, one, or I should say, 
we've already had one small, small minor shorter term goal accomplished if we did reach that eight pound goal. And then at the end of Q2, hopefully we reached, we were able to reach that 10 pound goal, which we can again reward ourselves for. We can track the progress for how much we are actually accomplishing towards our long-term goal and say, wow, half the year and I've already lost 18 pounds. Okay. I don't have much more to go, but now I can evaluate that and say, okay, in Q3, I want to lose another 10 pounds. And so then again, we've reevaluated. We've seen what we can do. We can even up that a little bit more because now we're even better at exercising and eating well. And we're getting closer to that 90 day period where things become way easier, but we've definitely started to incorporate some lifestyle habits and things are looking great. And so by the end of Q3, if you've lost 10 pounds, you're already at 28 pounds lost and you haven't even reached the end of the year yet. So this is great news, right? So by the end of Q4, all we want to do is lose those last three pounds to reach our 365 full year goal that we had. And who knows, maybe we might even lose more, maybe not. But the point is, is that we've given ourselves milestones, we've given ourselves markers, and we've also given ourselves opportunities to check in and reward ourselves, right? And that is going to help us to get to our long-term goal a lot easier, right? So there's that way that you can plan for the quarter is by doing it that way. Now, a lot of people also like to say that they're going to um, plan for certain things in each quarter. So by the end of Q3, I want to, you know, buy a home, you know, around the end of Q3, which would be around September, right? And so with that being said, then in Q1 and Q2, there's some action steps that need to be taken, right? And so now you kind of get the idea of how you can make these quarterly planning sessions work for you. And I do suggest that if you're going to incorporate this, which again, I highly suggest that you do take that time to each quarter, check in with yourself, check in with your goals and create new ones that are going to allow you to get to your longer term goals. And sometimes within those quarters, you might just have short term goals that you want to accomplish that only take three months. They might only take three months. So in the area of business, because honestly, um, these kind of Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, you always most of the time here in business. Um, and it can absolutely 110% as I just showed, go for your personal life as well. But let's just say in business, let's say you were trying to launch your business by the end of the year. Now for most people, that's a really long time to wait to launch your business. But just for the sake of an example, you know, in Q1, you might be wanting to grow your Instagram and build your audience. In Q2, you may be wanting to focus on your newsletter and growing that your audience on your newsletter. In Q3, you may be developing your product and in Q4, you may be launching it, right? So that if you break it up into three months spans, you can see that even though it's only three months, it's actually a really great amount of time to do those specific things. And so it feels less daunting. It feels like, oh my gosh, what do I do when? But as soon as you break it up, it feels so much easier to accomplish. So your takeaway from this episode today is to start figuring out 
some of the goals that you've created for this year, some of the things that you want to accomplish by the end of the year, and figure out how you can break up some milestones and put them into these different quarters of the year so that you can track your progress and reward yourself for them and be able to see how much you can actually accomplish in those three months. For all you know, you reach your goal before the end of the year, which is amazing. And that's because you've been actively working on your goals throughout the year in a more calculated way. And so that is my, that is kind of like my homework for you. I want you to sit down with these four quarters and really try to figure out where your goals fit. And then you'll be able to see that it's less daunting. So all in all, I hope that I have convinced you to start quarterly planning in whatever capacity. And if you're not used to it, just give it a try. I promise it's worth it. I actually do have a principle in my shop that I will link in the show notes that you can use for this quarterly planning. And it's it's separated by each quarter and it has kind of a month overview for each quarter and a list of things that you might want to accomplish, right? Make sure to add some deadlines, make sure to add some specific action steps and you are good to go. So as we wrap up here, make sure that you let me know how your quarterly planning is going. And if you want to find me or work with me even further, you can go to vnortiz.com. You can also check out the PLB, Plan Like a Boss Community Membership. Check out my principles and make sure to check out the show notes for all of the links. And I appreciate you guys being here, listening, being part of the conversation. And I will see you in the next episode.